Hey everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the emotion envy. Envy plays on the dark side of our emotions, an envisionment of jealousy. We'll talk about how we've been through envy in our lives, how we've learned to grow out of it, be content with who we are as growing individuals. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I'm your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Papa. And today's emotion we're going to be working on today is envy. Ooh, envy. This is going to be a good one, but it's one of those emotions I feel, Alex, that um, it's like something you really have to think about in in a very long periods of time for myself mm-hmm. about how to be, like, when have I ever felt like, Envious because I think it's one of those emotions you really set aside. Uh-huh. And now I have to be more conscious about it. So I'm I'm happy to kind of like, yeah, let's get into it and talk it about envy. Yeah, I'm down to talk about it yeah. as well. I think it's it's really important to really um figure out sometimes what you're envious of and sometimes um how to like handle it in a situation where uh, you want to benefit yourself and not really uh, put yourself down in the dumps and always be focusing on other people. So my question for you, Cedric, is do you remember a moment when you were envious of someone? Oh, yeah. And this is like a probably a, this is an older memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would say this is more like a kind of like an anthology of memories. Yeah. But it was it's always when I was young, like this is like elementary school, Mm -hmm. I was always envious of the moments would occur like during like assemblies or like, like in elementary school, like they would always have like these random things that kids would need to do to show off to their parents that Mm -hmm. essentially, oh yeah, we're doing stuff in, in school. Mm -hmm. Um, and whatever it may be. And so, but I remember like in those days that I didn't really have people or I didn't really have my parents there being that because at that time like most of my parents were in my life but um my father was like pretty much absentee Mm. right um in raising me and then because of that right my mother would have to work twice as hard just to support the family so that left very little time for like moments where she could step away from that work to witness like my growth or foresee it uh, or just participate in certain activities and I remember it was just like it was just always like these random like plays spring plays or like um, like just activities that I would find that I would just see like you know I would be doing it but where everyone's parents would have taken a seat like in their assigned areas or wherever I I would look into that crowd and I would see nothing Mm. and I envied that particular um, I envied that particular um, that that presence I feel Um, I would and and I'll be honest in doing so I think that's what made me really isolated from other people I felt really like different from others because I I think in envy like you recognize that there's a distinction 
at its base level, like you recognize that there's something different about others in, than yourself. Mm-hmm. And that thing that you're being so different about is something that you really feel like you want or you crave for. But at the same time, right, it's one of those things where it's like you feel like you don't belong, like you don't, you don't really... Like, as much as you want it, you don't feel like you're capable of having it. Um, I mean, I didn't realize that till like, much later. But I realized that, like, what I really envied um, ultimately at that, in my younger moments in my life mm-hmm. was, was, like, my parents. And, like, a parent kind of, like, a, a typical, I guess, or normal um, parent lifestyle where, you know, you're both your mother and your father are just really present um, they're going to be there for you. They're going to support you um, in just very, like, I don't know, normal ways. It's not that I regret, like, how I grew up. But I remember if I have to think about moments of envy, it was like that. It mm-hmm. was like, at a very young age, it was just, like, wanting something more typical, more normal than I'd be used to. And I realized that it fixation in that like I didn't fixate on it I was just like you know I really wanted it but when it occurred but then I just kind of realized that my life is not really like that Mm -hmm. and having to kind of cultivate that understanding over time it's like okay how much I didn't realize that it was kind of driving me or putting me in places that you know either I wanted to be or, or, or preparing me for things but or, or, or keeping me completely like unprepared for things. And when I look back about it, now I have like a second layer of envy where I do wish like, oh, as an adult, um, if you know my family life was a little different, I, I fantasize about how different I would have been. And again, I take stock into just realizing like, you know, like this is my life now and looking back and being nostalgic about that stuff um that's not productive to me anymore right but at the same time like i can't but like with most people i think with their emotions it's a feeling that just kind of stirs up gets triggered or activated and as i get older i do i find myself at times fantasizing more about like okay like if i had you know these kind of privileges uh, family life wise how different I would be and like how maybe easier things would be mm-hmm. or now sometimes I do think about like how much harder things would be but yeah that's like a moment in my life where I feel like um, I was like very much envious and then but now like as I grow older right I don't I don't really envy like I actually now this is why the emotion is kind of hard I really don't envy like particular people mm-hmm. in my life right Sometimes, though, I envy situations that people have put themselves into or, like, how do I get to there? Or, like, how does that... Per- or how do people, in general, get to this part of their life and whatever maybe are getting to the conversations of, like, that I would really want to start talking to or doing certain things that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's something that, you know, I suddenly do really want to do, uh, but I just don't know if I'm capable of doing it. So, I mean, that's me. Like, I've, I've transferred over from necessarily not people, but, like, things. So I see. Because, like, um, what, what, I've no, what I've noticed is that 
I feel like that's kind of a blessing not to feel envious at your current age right now. And I think that's really good because you don't have to worry about other people or other things to be envious for because it shows that you're more concerned with your journey in life and what you want to do in life. So um, I think that's really good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy in my position. Um, it's funny because I think um, when I look back on it, I think envy to a certain degree still drives like um my decisions it's like um i don't know if this example is going to make sense mm -hmm. but um when people say like i'm not into fashion and then they like go literally out of their way to not get like brands or like to not you know um to like really just try to be as like anti and I'm, I'm you can't see this but i'm air quoting <laughs> like anti-fashion as possible and then to me it's i've always felt that in that regards like even if you're trying to be away from fashion or but and you're doing you're actively going out of your way to do it that means that fashion still affects your life just your reaction to it is just far different than how i guess you know that uh, like fashion or that institution wants you to do it and so in the same regard envy is still kind of like that because i'm at that point in my life where i'm like deciding to focus on myself develop mm -hmm. a value in myself and i have all this you know time to do it because i'm not setting forth obligations to myself um or to like of others um to try to please others um but with that being said right like i am like like, I, I want to live my life, like, so impatiently mm -hmm. that sometimes I will reach for things. I'll, like, overreach for things. And I'm, like, only now am I realizing, like, through my limitations, like, okay, like, what can I really do well? How do I do things well? And, and I'm realizing the reason why I'm, like, grabbing at so many, like, things or, you know, um, opportunities uh, is because, like, I'm, like... I don't want to feel envious in other people's lives anymore. Mm -hmm. I really want to take stock in that value of myself. And so I'm really reaching, but then I'm, I'm overreaching for oh, okay. because it's like, I never want to feel envy for another life or other, other people's lives ever again. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and so just like trying to not necessarily, I guess the best word I'm going to say is run away or just not have the opportunity to feel envious anymore mm -hmm. is pushing my life and sometimes in like in a in a way that's like a little bit more stressful than I would prefer. Oh, right. Yeah. Because like you're kind of putting too much of of all these things that you want to do on a plate, mm -hmm. and then it just starts tipping over that plate. That's ex know? that's exactly and right. And all this delicious food is just falling off. What the heck, Cedric? Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's because it's, yeah, it's essentially <laughs> like that. It's like that. And like to continue that metaphor, it's because like maybe it's because I've been so hungry for so long mm -hmm. that's like as soon as I'm like able to like fend for myself and feed myself, I'm just going like so hard mm -hmm. it's just like i'm grabbing at everything like cookies yes steak sure <laughs> like give me like oh yeah like lobster and like i'm like oh but it's like oh and then like you're starting to feel like sick with it um only because you just like when am i ever gonna get these opportunities again mm, when am yeah. i ever really gonna when I, I want so badly to just you know like to to be the person i want to be so mm -hmm. i don't have to feel like envious about others anymore like i'll just be so secure in myself and i think that's what you want to a lot of people really want to crave that 
even more than like you know like I think riches at times it's like the security in your identity ah, and definitely. and envy is definitely one of those indicators where it's like yeah I don't think you're 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 secure in it and then for me it's like pushing certain decisions maybe more so than I thought you know it yeah. may, this may not be the primary but it's it's there it's somewhat there definitely. so like then in that case right like um, Alex because mm-hmm. I think you live like an amazing life Oh, right. you don't, no, you're, so, you're putting me on a pedestal. Stop it. <laughs> I, I found said pedestal, and I'm going to put you on it, and you better stay on it <laughs> no. for, like, at least 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Or, you know, your 15 okay. minutes of fame, you better stay on that pedestal. <laughs> All right. Um, what I mean to say is, like, well, like, in regards to envy, right, like, so are, is there anything, like, are there people or things that, you know, you're envious over mm-hmm. or like is there anything that you can recall in that in your portions of your life where envy kind of affected you definitely because um well back then i probably like it took me i i didn't get over it until probably a year or two ago um i was very envious of uh, my cousins um because the reason why i was envious of them is because they had a really really good lifestyle you know they graduated from a great college UCI, um, UCLA, um, and I think my older cousin, um, his name's Kid, he graduated from UCI, if I remember correctly, as well. Um, and they and they have really, really good lives, you know. They live near the beach, they have uh, really nice houses, they have a great family, they're just really strong bonded in that. And um, the reason why I was envious of that, because while I was living with my, my mom, was just me and my mom. And I really wanted that lifestyle. And every time I get to visit them, whenever I'm in their house, I really try hard not to feel envious about um, how they're living. Because uh, deep down inside, I know that they lived that life because they worked for it, you know. Um, but but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't until like I maturely grew out of it uh, last year to really accept the fact that, hey, you know, they really worked hard for this. They did their very best just to live that kind of lifestyle that they wanted, you know? And um, and I tried copying that for the past four or five years, and I realized that that's not the lifestyle that I want to live, you know? Um, their lifestyle is, is great. It's beautiful and everything like that. But when I realized when I was trying to copy that lifestyle, quote-unquote, trying to go to college, trying to get a degree... He's, he's, he's air-quoting also, just <laughs> FYI on that. Um, I hated it, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, like, it was just not something for me. Mm. Like, I looked for all the subjects that I wanted to get a major in, like, mm. looked for all the um, classes or anything that felt intriguing to me, mm. and nothing popped up in my brain. It was kind of concerning for me, in I a mean, way. Yeah, I mean, so... I work like yeah like I I personally this is like a tangent off the story but like I think I I, I work like one my my other job is like kind of like career counseling for for career counseling for like young you know like younger people high school and honestly like there are parts where I'm uncomfortable because there's like a life that maybe a student wants only because um, they see it in others or you know like they view success uh based off of like from others Mm -hmm. and not really understanding themselves Mm -hmm. and then they just pursue paths you know um that to me i think like you really are being driven by like an outside influence 
and like your feelings like either of envy or insecurity or whatever right are putting you on a path that i know you're not going to you i just don't really think you would be happy doing Mm -hmm. and like that's kind of like my job and it sucks because it's like if they're telling me what they want right like i should just be an extension of that will right but at the same time i'm also knowing that like I'm observing this person, their personality, you know, like how they, like what makes them happy in doing things. And when I see a discrepancy between their goals and their values and how they are as a person, like personality, you know, um, you know, their sociability, like their intellect, their skills, like when I see that discrepancy, I, I have to figure out like, why is that the case? And then try to realign those things because honestly like once you understand yourself like i think you have once you did mm-hmm. right your path to like being happy to finding joy to creating stability emotionally in your life started to all just fall in place definitely and and when i think yeah that's like a key thing i think one puts us off balance is yeah this feeling of envy that I I feel like both of our stories kind of have and it's like it's craving for things that like or distracts us from you know uh, what we feel like we should be doing mm-hmm. or what we end up realizing what we could be doing right with our like with our lives and what really is going to be that pursuit of happiness that we're entitled to have mm-hmm. and I mean, it's weird because I think like how do you I don't think it's like for me I I really do believe like envy is one of those inevitable feelings like you just if you live in society for at one point or another if you live long enough you're going to like envy something Mm -hmm. right yeah and like I feel like oh my gosh like like our whole economy sometimes is like based off of it you know like it's just like hey I see you with things Mm -hmm. and they're making you happy, and I want to be happy, so I'm going to, I I associate it with those things. Mm-hmm. Or it's status, you know, like, oh, you're college educated, or you're a doctor, yeah. or you're a lawyer, and like, you know, like, people keep praising you for it, mm-hmm. and you know, like, oh, you know, whatever, maybe, and it's just like, it's like, and you're like, I, I want praise, you know, I want to be acknowledged, you know, I'm a beautiful snowflake, <laughs> and I'm like, you are. But it's like, are you a lawyer snowflake? A lawyer? Like, like, are you a doctor snowflake? Like, you know, like, Dr. Snowflake, is that (laughs) you? Really? And so, you know, it's crazy. And I think, and we really try to, in a sense, like, I think some envy pushes us to try to see ourselves through others, but in this really, like, uh uh-oh, like... Fantasy. Yeah, in this really, that's exactly right, like, in a fantasy sort of way and so yeah I get I mean I get it like I just even now like there are times where I'm like I don't know like yeah like there are times where I don't know if I feel envy Mm -hmm. but like I see others with tremendous talent or capabilities and in certain regards uh, I like for the most part I'm happy for every single person that I personally know yeah um but people like let's say like you see on like videos and stuff like I'm like okay like 
dang, they're so cool. Like, like on YouTube. And yeah, like, like YouTube. Yeah. And like, oh, they're just they're doing so great. And I, I, you know, like what I think I've come to realize is like, yeah, like you really have to combat that thinking because like it's the like you just leave it like that and it's just like sigh like i don't i don't think i have value oh and and then uh, but if you're like well realizing how hard they're working right that that's their life mm -hmm. and you know like i don't know all the dimensions of how they got to where they are but you know i'm so happy that they are where they are Right, like I, I, my envy is more like okay, it gets to the where it should be, where it's like more reflective about like well, well now if that's what they are doing and you know after I really want that like what should I be doing to to get there as well, but like how do I like you know like don't think about just them or the other people or other things. It's like how do I get to those things as well but like in a really productive and happy way. And then you have to realize sometimes it's just not for you. Yeah, exactly, you know? Like, you know, Cedric, actually, I want to ask you this one, because how do you handle the emotion of envy in your life? So that's pretty crazy, because as I, as I was thinking about this question, like, or this emotion envy, yeah, I'm like, and then I had to ask myself, like, am I dealing with envy? Like, am I, am I doing it? Uh -huh. Like, first of all, yeah. and I think I am. Um... And the way I'm dealing with it is it's like, one, now, like, I'll look at others and when I feel it, right, so I'll try to go through the process of, like, when I feel envy and then what I have to do to kind of, like, snap out of it, I guess is the phrase, mm -hmm. is, like, I look at it and then I just, I, one of the things I kind of really do, I just take, like, a, like, if I feel, like, really tremendous amount of it or, like, a significant amount of it, I, um, I take, like, a deep breath and I'm, like... Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I have to really remember, like, I try to take stock about, like, that's them, and I'm me, and, like, you're, like, you're, like, and I sometimes say, like, my own name to myself, like, you're Cedric, right, and they have certain privileges or abilities or, you know, rewards for the hard work they've done, and you can't relive that life to get those things, um, and so you have to realize, okay, you're living your life now, so don't divorce your, don't divorce, like, don't separate your identity from yourself, mm -hmm. right? And you have to, like, think, okay, like, all right, like, what value, right, do I bring, like, in the things that make me happy? And you have to realize, what well, what really does make you happy? And so it's like, you seen other people like getting praise and stuff like that and then you have to realize okay like is that do i really want to be good at like basket weaving if i see someone getting so much praise from basket weaving like oh no i want to be good at basket weaving like wow. basket weaving is so cool and i'm like incorrect <laughs> like i mean it's not that basket weaving isn't cool but it's like the reason why I'm attracted to basket weaving is not for basket weaving sake mm -hmm. right it's for um, the praise that I saw like ideally in another person and I have to make sure that one I really separate those two things and then from there right like I think about I have to really think about this and this is really tough for me it's something that's new for me it's like I have to really accept the idea that I do have like value and it's like you're just like hey like it's like because 
for the longest time, I think I, I had like, I don't want to say it's not false humility, but I really believed like I wasn't like, I wasn't like worthy of compliments, you know? And right. I would be like, and you would be like, and a lot of people were like, you're just like, oh, you're, you're this, or you're this. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, like I would cringe. Like, like, oh. it's like this is like a wet blanket. Yeah. Compliments to me are like wet blankets. Like, like imagine like a wet bank blanket <laughs> on a, like a, yeah, like, like on a regular day uh-huh. or like even like a gloomy day. And then someone just put it on you, and then they, and then they look at you and they're like, "Feel better?" And I'm like, "No, like <laughs> you put a wet blanket on me." But that just sounds like it's it's like a sarcastic compliment. Is that like how you feel? For well, that? it's like okay, I understand. Like, let's say like the person didn't know that okay. it was that what they were holding was a wet blanket. Okay. <laughs> and then they were like, "Okay, they know that this blanket or whatever they're holding usually makes most people feel better." Or they just like the idea of wrapping people in blankets. Oh. You know, like, it's like, I feel like this is a good thing to do, right? When someone looks like they're cold. And and then they they didn't realize, like, the blanket's wet or for some reason. And they just just wrap it. And I'm like, and, like, I'll do it to Alex. See, it's like, it's like, here. Like, and then you just look at them, like, it's like, why did you do that? Like, why? First of all, I don't want to be noticed. Like, I'm like, I'm I'm fine. And then you put a wet blanket on me, like, ugh. Making me stand out even more. Yeah, and it's it's like, and it's like feeling weird. And then now I'm like in this position where I'm like, like, it's like I have to kind of like be like, not false, but it's just like, for me, my initial reaction is like, this is a wet blanket. But then I look at them and they're like smiling or like they, it's, the blanket is not for me. It's really for them. Right. Like for the idea that you're catering and nurturing to them. But I look at them and I'm like, and then what I feel like is problematic is the reason why it shouldn't feel like a wet blanket. It mm-hmm. should feel like I should really think of it as like, okay, like, thank you. Like, and like letting that add or reassert my, or assort my value. But it's like, it's weird because we have like two narratives, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't care what people think about you. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you kind of like completely believe in that logic, right? That means any compliment that anyone has ever given you you would just pretty much ignore because yeah. it's like that's a thought about you mm-hmm. and you shouldn't care right. like it's like it's like oh you're so great like whatever <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're like or it's like it's like it's like i or it's like the phrase i know and but that's like that is really obnoxious mm-hmm. so then there's the other end where it's just like you have to be very humble right but in doing so like i think it it caps your value at a certain point right like if you're like sometimes like yeah, elaborate, but, or, elaborate on that, yeah. So when you're humble in the beginning, and this is like a, and I don't want to go into a tangent like about it, like being humble, mm-hmm. but I think when you're young and humble, right, you you do it in a very blanketed way, which is just very imprecise way, where it's just like, I don't, like, I just do whatever I want to do, and then I just ignore compliments, like you're just like oh no thank you thank you like you know you just kind of shrug them off yeah it's uh, like whatever maybe or you try to pass along that feeling yeah to others as opposed to a really absorbing learning how to absorb that and being like okay it's assuring my value sometimes it's like in a very subtle way like i always ask this question like would you be doing the things that you're doing if no one ever complimented you on doing them like if no one ever said you were good at this would you continue to do it Mm. right mm-hmm. and then for a lot of people I think that the reality is it's like no 
but in doing so right like if you if you kind of like have this set filter of being humble mm -hmm. but you it's very like like very broad and you're just like i'm just deflecting compliments i don't i don't want to hear it yeah you know then it's like you're not allowing those things to add value to yourself mm -hmm. and in doing so right you you tend to and if you don't do that then when you see others that you want to be you don't really you don't really remember the voices of people who told you you can be or you're good enough or you're doing it or whatever mm -hmm. you only really have your own voice yeah and sometimes it's not loud enough or or it doesn't speak to you well enough to get to the point where you want to be and so that's when you feel the gap of envy where it's like oh okay like and i think when i think about that like i think about like how i get to certain points about being envious in others and yeah. i think when i was younger yeah like people would say they would they would say things about me and i'd be like and they, this is sucks to say it's like oh like it would depend on who you are at, to get to me and to add value so if like you're like a random person that doesn't know anything about like the thing that i do and you tell me i'm good at it i'm like I don't know what that like okay mm. like are you just complimenting me for the sake of complimenting me or like were you amazed about things that would not really that maybe is not what I would consider that amazing mm -hmm. and it sucked because then I think about like yeah like I didn't allow those things to you know like fill in the gaps that I was feeling in my own life and really acknowledging the compliments and the camaraderie of others to help me develop as a person. And it's just, it's tough because I realize sometimes I put myself in, I put myself in envious positions, but that's what helps me get through it. It's like, I know that what I'm feeling is what I am feeling, right? right? Like yeah. they're not doing anything to me, right? And they're living their life however they wanna live it, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. like that's and that's why I don't feel envious anymore people because like that's their life and I should not be busy wrapped up uh, thinking about their life I should really think about like I would not want someone to tell me how to live my life or be like hey the way you're living your life is making me feel bad I'd be like the hell you better get out of my face. Yeah, Because, like, I'm trying to, like, everyone out here is just trying to pursue happiness. Like, every single person is trying to figure out how they're going to do that. And, yeah, like, what you'll realize is, like, while you're looking amazing, there's probably someone observing you, whether you know it or not, that is wanting your life. If you're doing what you feel like you're doing well. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, you shouldn't feel faulted for that. You should just think, like, if you are the person who's feeling envious towards another... You should think about like, okay, like how am I going to live my life without the restrictions of like, you know, like myself being, you know, like thinking that I can't. It's like you definitely can. And then you can be that person who maybe makes that person you envy, feel envy for you. I don't know if that's a thing you should feel yeah. mentality wise, but for me, it's, it's just realization that you're in ownership of your life um, more than you think, right? And sometimes the thing that makes you think you're, you can't do things is yourself. And you just have to realize, how am I going to overcome that idea of yourself? 
and create a new idea of yourself that can do those things. Grow, like grow and think about that. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's part. And then so I just, you know, I, 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 I go about doing, going through my life and when I feel those envious moments, right, um, I just think about what I really have uh, like what I take into myself, like what value I bring and how I'm going to live my life my way. Right. Right. Yeah, that's good. And then so uh, how about you, Alex? Like, because um, I feel like I was talking forever <laughs> uh, and it was weird places. Um, but um, how about you? Like, how do you deal with envious feelings? So the interesting thing is I actually do um, a different way from how you deal with envy. Awesome. Perfect. So, good. So for me, like... Um, I actually have a specific way to deal with um, different types of negative emotions. Um, so for this one, for, for envy, I actually just shut it down right on the spot. Because mm. I feel like envy is, is um, in my opinion, um, is the most unhealthiest thing for me at, this, uh, at, at the moment. Because that's, that's, not, so, that's, some, that's not something I want to think about in my life. That's not something that I want to... Um, deal with because I know that it's very unproductive to think about for the things that I'm trying to do for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think whenever I have the feeling of envy, I just take a step back and be like, well, no, I'm feeling envious right now. This is not something that I, I want to deal with because I know that it's not something that I should have in my life right now. Then, you know, I just lock it away. But at the same time, I burned the house down that's in it. So, <laughs> yo, yo, these so, metaphors go crazy right now. That was that was a stark image right there. Yeah. So it, but that's that's how I feel about it because it's also kind of like kind of relates to how um, when I think of, when I think about other people how they're having a better life about uh, when I think about that they have a better life about me. Um, honestly, it's not really like that, you know. Um, I really, really try to like. I want to. I want to talk about how like the whole humbling card and everything like right, that. Right, right, right. So the interesting thing about it is that um, you, there's a there's a there's actually a, there's a definitive difference between uh, false humility and humility when you take a compliment. You know. And yeah, I, I would love to know the distinction. Sometimes to know that because that's like something that's like yeah, like false humility, right? It's like. Yeah, you obviously don't want the false one, mm-hmm. but when when you're younger, like I guess now that we're older, like explaining the difference would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So what I've learned, I actually learned this when um, uh, a couple of years ago when I was still going to church and everything like mm-hmm. that. You know, pastors and priests still um, the good ones. Oh, okay. Tell tell really good stories about it, and it's been in my head sometimes. Um, the and it's kind of helped me throughout my life as well. So the false humility is kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Where like, oh, no, no, no. Where like you kind of like setting your value at a certain point mm-hmm. for yourself. Um, that's false humility. Mm. Saying like, oh, no, that's that. No, I'm not like that. No, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of like putting yourself in a negative. Right. Like, mindset. and you're trying to like squirm out of this like area like as quickly as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Really, what I learned was that you just, you know, accept it for what it is. You know, just say thank you. Oh, great. Awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you. Really not allow that, that compliment to affect you so hard. Mm-hmm. Just just appreciate for what it is. Just be mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you so much. You know? Yeah. Right. There's, a, there's like a little balance between um, being, uh, being uh, false humble 
being mm-hmm. cocky. Uh huh. Where like they're right. we're just like 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 your 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 perception of yourself is way beyond your ability skill set. Right? Yeah, just because someone said said a compliment for you, right, it's like okay, right. now don't get ahead of yourself. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you yes. know, and then really there's that middle one where just like thanks, appreciate it, and that no. should be the end of it. Right, and I think that's really amazing because I, now I think about like like how I behaved when I was like falsely like when I had false humility and I think one of the things is it's like it's eye contact eye contact yeah it's like if, if someone gave you a compliment I don't know how many times if you've ever given someone a compliment like like you're an amazing dancer and then and people look away like when they're just like, oh just like, yeah it's like oh no like you know like and I think like if if I were to like give a compliment now right like if I think like if I'm gonna put myself like hey like I think you're an amazing dancer I would require like hey look at me <laughs> look into my eyes just stare into my I soul I want you to see what I see in the reflection of my eyeballs <laughs> when these things are looking at you they are amazed and I'm pointing at my eyes folks so like <laughs> and it's like and then, and then people are like like, it's so, like, sometimes you just want to shock them into believing in themselves. You, yeah. know, you have to break that. Because I think sometimes the false humility, it's like a barrier. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like, you know, like, and then they're, like, throwing their hands. Like, they're trying to swat away your compliment mm-hmm. or something. I I, and, I think the reason why they do that as well is because they're also comparing themselves to uh, people they admire as well. Which, correct. Which they could be envious of. That's too. what I'm saying. It's like, you know, like this humility like mm-hmm. barrier is reinforced by like envious feelings or the gap of what you believe your skill set is. It's like, you know, you don't know, like mm-hmm. like really good are the people that I look up to and like, you know, whatever. Or like they'll like try to transfer like, no, you know who's really good? Like you should look at this person and this person. I'm like, and then I'm like, stop. You need to stop. I complimented you. You better accept these compliments and let them add value to your life and then it's like it's like i think when you realize that meet a person who is secure in them like not let's say just secure because i always feel like that's just like non-stop but it's like who's just who well understands themselves and like can look at you and when they hear the compliments like thank you like, yeah exactly thank you for seeing that and seeing that in me you know that and and they really appreciate that mm-hmm that's when you realize like okay like that's a person who really understands themselves doesn't have has real true true humility yeah right like and it's just like really trying to understand and go to places um but not because of envy not because of the gap and stuff like that so yeah that's really really important Mm -hmm. it's 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 not the wet blanket it's the rain cloud above you yeah right that's making the blanket wet (laughs) i'm like it's like this is a blanket right and it's covering you yeah from the rain and whatever it is and i wanted to let you know like because i you deserve to be dry and stuff Mm -hmm. and but then yeah i think i when i was younger i would associate it with the idea of like this is a wet blanket now. You put like a wet, you put more stuff on me, like more expectations or like more like or I just want to know like leave, no yeah. you don't you don't know or yeah, whatever. Just get rid of the rain cloud. Yeah, get rid like, of the rain yeah, cloud. Like get rid of the rain. And so now it's really thinking about yeah, getting out of the rain. You know, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so that's just pretty funny to me. That, but I really do like this. Like, I think yeah, it's realizing this like false humility, and um. I think about, I think about like, yeah, like, 
just how much like time it took to like to deal with like um your like your own envy and or like my own envy and I'm like I could have been doing I like I don't want to regret I don't want to like go into like a spiral of it yeah but I, I I want I ponder about like okay like now that I don't have envy as something that's holding me tightly like how am I going to like um uh like how am I gonna be productive or like how am I what am I gonna do today Exactly. That I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to feel empty. That, definitely. Or whatever it may be. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, what's interesting is that uh, let's go into the creative portion of it. Um, All right. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. how? So, Cedric, like, how do? You, how has you has envy affected your art and creativity? Okay. Cool. So initially, like I said, like when you're on envy. It's just like, like, I wanna, like, I wanna be you, and I just, I, I wanna, but I don't know how I'm gonna, and I think I don't think about that. I just think about like how I'm not, how I'm not a person. So it was initially very stifling, very like it would stall out my process of trying to be creative, because then I would think like, okay, this is really good, or like. Uh, like I'm dancing I'll just take the example of dancing I'm like sure. dancing and then maybe I'll just stop and be like this is not how I want it because I could imagine two or ten other people who could do it better or like it's not like the person I'm it's not the image I'm thinking of like of another person dancing it and them like looking good it, I don't look like them is what I'm saying exactly and um and this is like pretty funny because like I'll I'll like I used to I used to really love like late twins. Like Les twins? Yeah. I would like I was like into them in like two thousand I wanna say two thousand and like eleven. Yeah. Like they're really I'd be good. I, I don't know if they were yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like they were like really, really good and to the point where I would try to dance and or I would close my eyes like when I would listen to music. Right, and then I wouldn't. I would try to do like I would think about like don't movement, but I wouldn't think about myself. I would think about how the twins would do it, and I'd be like, oh, like I'm like imagining like I'm creating YouTube videos in my head mm-hmm. of like, but not of me dancing to these songs, but of the like twins dancing these songs, and then I would really like those songs. Essentially, what I was doing was like I'm like liking songs. Uh, like, because sometimes you like songs because not necessarily initially, but when you see someone dance dope to it, you're like, oh, I like this song now. And then I was doing that in my head, but for the Lay Twins, and I was like, and then it, it would suck because then when I would try to dance, you know, like to the song because I'm really into it, I realized I don't look like the Lay Twins, mm-hmm. right? And then I would be like, I don't want to. And I, I don't, I don't want to continue, or I would be really frustrated. Yeah. And um, it would just stifle my creativity. And then what I had to do was like, I had to stop imagining another person dancing to the songs that I like. Like I had to imagine me and how I would dance to those songs. And then that's when I realized, okay, again, when I'm dealing with my feelings of envy, it's about not separating yourself. Not separating yourself from the things that you want, um, but really 
integrating yourself into those things mm-hmm. like very much so like hey like like if you love this song imagine yourself dancing to this song don't imagine other dope dancers dancing to this song right imagine yourself dancing in it and doing the things you want to do in it and so that you can really just stop letting it become a road a, like a roadblock for your creativity and your development and your art or whatever it is um and so yeah that's like a key thing that i I think about like how envy has affected my art and my creativity right like i initially it's stifling but um i let it like or i try to reimagine it or the feeling of it the desire of it uh but trying to make it more productive to myself Mm -hmm. and then trying to go through my art uh like my creative functions but imagining myself doing those things and then being able to be like okay now that i can really see myself doing it i can do it like whatever it is is i I understand the expectations of it more realistically Mm -hmm. and whatever it it is and that's how you kind of do create it in your own way right versus being a carbon copy of Mm -hmm. those twins or any other you know really good dancer right 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 and like i'll still admit like I'll like look at other dancers and I'm like, dang, I wish I, I could do those things. But I don't let it get to the point like it's now I I want to do those things. How will I, Cedric Papa, right, learn how to do those things? Right? As opposed to like, oh, I wish I could do those things, but I mean, I just don't look like that. Or mm-hmm. I was like, you know, whatever it is, it's like and then just be like, ugh. Like, cause like you could do that, like, it's just like if you want to completely divorce yourself of like the um the things that you're doing because like i always think there's a subtle difference like a very subtle difference between envy and inspiration oh okay right and what i don't want to do is like just be like and to try to stop envy in my life i just look at things that you know like are amazing and be like nah like nah 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 mm-hmm. and i'm like I don't want that in my life like because I feel like I'm just keeping myself in my comfort zone and keeping myself like um, away from like amazing things Um, but at the same time right like in you you want to make sure that like when you feel inspired like the difference being is that you want to do the things that you're seeing Right, like, and you know, like, you have to believe in yourself that you're capable of doing those things. And so, if you really don't believe in yourself, every time you look at amazing stuff, it's going to be envy initially. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But once you feel inspiration, genuine inspiration, you're like, yes, I can do this. You're right, I want to do this, and like, and then you want to do that. And like, I always feel like it's tough because a lot of dancers. A lot of dancers always say, you guys should go around and you should feel inspired. And I'm like, okay. Like, that's just something I can activate at any time. Uh Like, oh, yeah, let me be inspired. But unless you know yourself, you're not going to feel inspiration, right? Because you'll look at other people at times and you'll be like, whoa, that's amazing. But no. (laughs) That's that's not not for me. Yeah. Like, that's that's them and like they're so crazy and you know like and you can tell like envy and inspiration like the difference being is just like you look at something and it's like dude like now I, I i can do it like when things like when you see something like really done well at the first time like you know like someone does like 
Like I'll I'll, I'll refer to Mitch, right? Oh, like, okay, Mitch real real. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a, like the director of our team. Yeah, and um, when he does it the first time, the music, I'm like, I I initially feel like, oh, this is like I want to be you, right? <laughs> or like when he just generally dances, I want to be you. Yeah. But when he's finally done teaching, right, and he and he take when he takes the time to like to like go through it, then that's when envy turns into inspiration because it's like. You, he's kind of like, as, as good teachers do, they kind of show you that you are capable and they, to do it, and they, they just need to figure out like how you do it. Mm-hmm. And then once you now, you, and then you see yourself doing it or you, you do do it, you're like, oh my God, like I feel like I, I, can, do, I can do this. Like I'm inspired to do it, right? Like I, I was capable. Like I didn't divorce myself away from the idea of or the thing of it. Like, I actually did it, and I did it. And, like, I went in it, and I did it. And it's just, like, that's, like, the subtle difference. But it's understanding that you can do it that makes something envious or makes something inspirational. And I think that's just something to, you have to keep in mind. Like, if you want to be inspired by art, right, you have to look at it and think, let me try that, too. As, and then if if you if you but if you're like that wow, that's amazing mm-hmm. I can never do that then that's envy definitely right but very subtle on those yeah. lines I actually want to um, piggyback on you on that because I actually uh, learned this recently from yesterday from uh, from one of my favorite um, motivators uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and he says that um, in one of his uh, podcast episodes he was talking about D Rock who's his um, digital media uh, uh, guy. Mm-hmm. Who, who always takes videos of him um, on his journey and does all his documentation. And they were just talking about, you know, basketball. Mm-hmm. How they play basketball every morning. How D-Rock's horrible at that basketball. Uh-huh. He's terrible. Okay. But what separated him versus all the other guys who, who are bad mm-hmm. was that he tries even though he knows he's terrible yeah. at basketball. So that's what's really interesting is that um, what's really motivating is that even if you're not good at something, but if you're putting the effort to try for it, mm-hmm. um, that's more than enough versus someone who just looks at it and be like, I give up. Right. Because, like, honestly, uh, I was like that during um, uh, last practice because I was tired, I was hungry, I was deadbeat. <laughs> and there was just this section in, in one of our cores we were doing where we had to do a super fast movement. Oh, right, right, like, right, right, like right, a, right. Like a four, like two, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a two, two count move. It's just like, and you just put 16 steps in a two count move. I was just like, what? <laughs> I, uh, no, I, no. Uh, yeah, and then you just like, <laughs> you just, <gasps> you just freeze. And, yeah. and that's how I was feeling. But like literally, you know, when I was listening to that podcast, I realized, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have given up. I should have just tried, you know, mm-hmm. like and really like know the fact that hey, I'm not gonna get this on my first try. Right. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But like at least try for it because so that way you're closer to the, to the that quote unquote impossible move that you aren't able to do. Right. Because eventually, if you take your time and if you be patient with it, you will get um, where you want to be. Yeah. Um, for for a certain you know even the easy things or, or the easy tasks no, that, that that kind of thing no that just like it makes sense like but that's like such a like a, a mental game that like is like 
is, is, yeah, your mental game is like gotta like that's something you exercise mm. like that uh, thought process like that's, that's some, some people don't realize that like like you don't just exercise like your body right like to be able to handle certain situations you have to exercise your mind and like you have to constantly do like um i wouldn't say constantly but you have to just make sure that when opportunities arise mm -hmm. that certain thoughts that you have that you don't want you have to and then actively be like okay now you have to engage your brain to not think like that and to me like very much so it's like yeah like like one of the first things we always kind of do is like when we can't do something mm -hmm. we want to safeguard our own emotional state by giving excuses yeah you know but then it's just like but you're not exercising um it's like uh you're not really learning how to like you know um i think was it you that said something about like there's like a quote that's like um it's like learning how to be in the you you can't oh like you can't be in the rain with like a raincoat or something. What I just sort of said today. Like, well, no, not today. Now. No, no, no. It was like it was like a thing. I think was written. I, I, it was like one of those things where it's like you by like oh it's like oh it was like um it's like a suit of armor. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean on my Instagram? Yeah, on your Instagram. Oh, it, was, okay. uh, it was. It was. Um, so what I wrote on my Instagram. Uh, it was a couple of days ago, I believe, or a week ago. It yeah. said, "You cannot." build tough skin right with a suit of armor that's right and that's that that's the thing while it's, wearing a suit of armor that's what i'm saying and then, then that applies here it's just like our suit of armors right are just like our excuses yes right and then but if we strip those away right and you just say like i i need to dig deeper that's when you're building your character mm -hmm. right you're you're building your, your your ability to persevere and strengthen that uh like because uh, um i can imagine like that skill that ability to just be able to do something like this is something I tell kids all the time mm -hmm. like because like sometimes I just don't agree with how to educate kids uh, based off curriculum and yeah. stuff and because like in the key one of the key issues is like this like I'm, I have to teach kids how to do things how to how to realize themselves how to do things that they don't want to do like I can't make every assignment a project like I can't make every assignment like music or like fun yeah right because that's not how life is gonna unfold for you but learning how to do things well or just learning how to do things competently when you don't and every fiber of your being is something you don't want to do like that's a skill everybody wants in their life because it's like i hate being here i hate everything that's happening yet i will still work hard to get things done and mm -hmm. it's like oh dude you're that means you can literally do anything in your life mm -hmm. and so that's something that's like really important and i think when we look forward and like when we in regards to like you know like envy in your life like yeah you want those things but are you willing to do the things to get there yeah and then you know like or do you only do things that make you happy mm -hmm. like and it's just like and I mean that's a that's a path, but I mean I'm just saying like sometimes you have to have like a long term mindset about it. Definitely, because because uh, the thing with uh, that quote that I thought of that was actually a quote that I um, kind of created into myself um, mm -hmm. while taking while taking you know a part of it from uh, Jim Carrey, who's one of my favorite mm -hmm. comedians and you know one of the inspiring people in my life. Where he said um, he he kind of said that uh, that situation where uh, he said you can't you can't um 
Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I because like literally that's what I'm saying. But like, uh, he said he literally said the same thing where where he says you can't you can't um live uh you gotta you gotta take off the ar- you gotta take off the armor to to live life, um which was the whole vulnerability aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The the aspect that I was trying to portray was to was the was the was the hard work asking aspect of it, which is t- toughening up, right? Building hard skin. So pretty much how I envision that quote is really really um uh, really taking blows, right? Taking like punches, taking you know able to absorb shots from other things other painful things other negative um things that are in in your life right and that's how you learn to grow from it and that's how you learn how to toughen up and how to be stronger and how to build muscle right versus being super skinny in this big old armor and right, right, all right, dark right, inside right. and all you can see is just yeah yeah yeah, yeah know, right barely and, anything. and you know and, the, and again ultimately right like that's gonna limit your mobility and your growth right because mm-hmm. you can't grow in in a suit of armor like, exactly like, ah, that's stifling and stuff like that. exactly very stunting uh all right alex then have you ever portrayed the feeling of envy in your art and uh for me like if so what was the process developing that feeling in your art like so to me it's like I understand that envy is an emotion, mm-hmm. right? And any create like anyone who's creative cannot deny that like every emotion has its value. Mm-hmm. And I think with you, you're because you're so highly creative, right? Uh, has there yeah has there ever been a way you've like put envy in your art? Mm-hmm. And then if so, like how do you go about doing that or developing that emotion in your art mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Well, first of all. Thanks for saying that. I appreciate Aww, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's see here. That's how you do it. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, how to uh, portray a feeling of art and my envy and my I like to do characters. Ooh. So like, I bring the character of envy into existence after I burned him in that house. <laughs> so I pretty much raised him from. That's the right, place, folks. He burned the house <laughs> mentally, <laughs> metaphorically. Um, so. And then I create envy into this image of this little boy holding a ball. Okay. In okay. in the ring. Oh oh okay, that's okay. So so it's okay. So there's a little boy. So after the house has burned down, mm-hmm. you you just see a little boy in the rain. It's yeah, raining now. Let, let's just ball. start there. Don't yeah, worry yeah, yeah, about yeah. the house being burned. Down. Okay, okay, that's fine. Let's, let's just talk, talk about that. So, okay. Like I like for him. I create a giant storyboard for for this kid. Okay. So I really imagine him. You know, he's just holding this. You know, this little basketball. It's kind of flat, deflated, and he's and it's raining. It's he's just looking around at the you know other kids uh-huh. who's, um, playing. Who are he's just looking at a window. Uh, of this family, you know, um, having fun, laughing, um, and enjoying each other's company, while he's just kind of outside of his, you know, dirty little home, where it's kind of shaded and broken down and everything like that. Uh huh. Um, and he's just kind of just envious of how everything around him is just very happy looking, while him, he's just not enjoying his life at all. Because he's living in this terrible home. Oh, jeez. So that's a that's a part of how I create uh, envy is creating you know a little storyboard about a picture about it, and then I would play music you know kind of go slowly with it and really just 
do really small movements, really uh, soft movements, and kind of slowly melt into that character. I feel like this is all gold, right? Like, <laughs> if anyone is ever thinking about like just, it doesn't have to just pertain to envy, but I think, I think just Alex just laid down the the, the path in which folks should be able to like create like you know. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in, in, infuse emotion in your creativity just like visualize it and storyboard it mm -hmm. and then from there it just unfolds mm -hmm. I guess that's so cool yeah I kind of learned this from uh, when I was still into um, singing into music still into mm -hmm. music um, I was um, I was in um, voice class and uh, he, he also t um, he also talked about it in choir as well his name was uh, Bruce Bales uh, from Golden West College, and he talked about how would you envision cold, and people would be like, "Oh, I'm shivering," right? You know? okay. or like how, or how would you envision mitten, mitten gloves? Okay, like mitten gloves, like yeah, yeah, they're just mitten gloves. They're just mitten gloves. They're just, just yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're mitten gloves. That's <laughs> it. Come right, on, right, right, right. you know. But how? But then he tells me, uh, he tells the class that now when I envision mitten gloves. I envision, I, I envision these little 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 kids, okay, little little kids, kind of like little kids shivering, right? Um, and then I imagine you know it's snowing outside, right? And I see a snowman next to the kids, mm -hmm. and what's and these mittens are just he's just holding it in his arms and it's just creating warmth around his hands while he's kind of shivering, right? And he sees families and kids playing in the snow, okay. and really, you know, a snowball fight. And that's what. So he just kind of en he enlarges just kind of, the picture. Yeah, like he just kind of creates a story outward, right? Like mm -hmm. he's exploding it from something mm -hmm. small to exactly. a whole world. Exactly. So he he looks at it in a very expansive mm -hmm. sort of scenario, in a very huge macro sort of scenario, mm -hmm. versus focusing on mittens that mean nothing but mittens. Fair enough, right? You okay. Know? So he just pretty much created value out of these mittens because it creates warmth for this kid who's shivering, playing a snowball fight with a bunch of other kids. Right, and that's that's honestly that's how I think. Yeah, like your creativity is gonna explode. Like you just think like, okay, like imagine mittens, and like you have to show me that you have <laughs> mittens, and you're like, and I'm just, <laughs> just yeah, holding your hands, it, holding my hands in front of a person's face. Like, do you see them? And it's like no, <laughs> because. You have to think about the function of mittens, and then from the function, you you yeah you imagine okay like what's the scenario in which mittens exist? It's like in the cold because I don't wear mittens during the summer. I mean, if you did, I mean that's that's on you. But like <laughs> for the most part, like yeah, that's how you understand mittens. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that's really important, right? Like the difference between like like in order to portray something, you really gotta understand it. And I think that exercise helps you understand things. Like okay, what's the point of mittens? to keep your hands warm and I'm like okay so what are scenarios in which you would keep your hands warm well, it's cold outside how do you know it's cold outside I guess it's snowing and like what do people do in the snow and like uh, snowball fights and it's just like in that particular thing you have to like develop that world in which why would mittens exist exactly <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like, and then you want to, you want mittens to exist here. It's fine. You want envy to exist here. What's the situation in which envy can exist? Then you insert envy. Exactly. And then you see how you can follow envy, right? Mm -hmm. Through all of those, like through the scenario in which you've built or the world. 
that you've built and mm. stuff like that. Mm. So that's super cool. Definitely. That's really, 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 really Thank, cool. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Ashley. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to uh, to give him five compliments during the <laughs> podcast. What in the world? I've only given him three. I'm probably going to get fired tomorrow. Oh, my God. That's Just not a thing. <laughs> that's... Hey, can I talk to you for five minutes? <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, like, honestly, like, I think final thoughts wise right like yeah um for me envy is just like you don't want to get wrapped up in the fantasy of envy mm, right agree. and it's like you have to really see yourself as an active player in your life right like mm-hmm. and that you you a player that has so much value and you you whether you know it or not i'm sure someone in your life envies you right envies the things that you have just like you envy maybe others and you have. Mm-hmm. But you're not accountable to that idea. You shouldn't hold yourself to this idea of others when you are, you just gotta really direct that energy right to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you do so, like, yeah, you just, you figure out things about how to be happy and how to change like your envy, right, into inspiration. And then from there, you just, you kind of grow. Um, Alex, what about you? Final thoughts? I'd say final thoughts about Envy is um, be fortunate with what you have. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, like, for example, a good example is this podcast. You know, we don't have microphones. We don't have a really nice uh, recording studio room that has little phones, those black phones that you mm-hmm. see, you know, that absorb sound right. easier. Right, right, but right, right. But we're using, you know, um, like his, his uh, Cedric's uh, family's house, right? Uh, well, right. Sunday, we're yeah, yeah. Every Sunday we use uh, Cedric's family's house. Like, it's just nice and quiet. We don't even have like a like a stand. What I'm using is like this odd statue, and maybe we'll take a picture of it <laughs> yeah. uh, to place the phone uh, that we're using to do those things. But you know what? Like, like I think yeah. Like we don't we don't mind it because it works. One mm-hmm. and two, it's just like yeah. Like we don't. We're, we're, I think we're just really focusing on the joys that we're having just doing this. Exactly. So it's really about, um, really, it's really about embracing what you have right now mm-hmm. and what you can grow from it. Yeah, and I think it's just like, I, like I, I really enjoy like, yeah, not necessarily having those things because it makes I feel super scrappy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like oh, so underdog. Like, and they're gonna be so like again like. I would do this if there was only if there was nobody listening. Like mm-hmm. and the fact that I'm able to do it like in this cool organized way, I appreciate that stuff. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the opportunity that like Alex has given me and like, you know, like I didn't stand by the sidelines like oh like Alex is doing a podcast and I like <laughs> I want to like oh like I don't, you know, like, I I want that so bad. And, like, it's so, yeah, but I can't do it, you know, like, whatever. And just sulk in my envy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I reached out. And now I, I'm 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 living you know the life that I want to live, uh, in you know in this regard, and I'm so happy. And, and it's because it's like appreciating and realizing myself, like I'm an active player in making myself happy and being very for, and then just appreciating the, what's going on. Like I'm not gonna come in here like, yo, Alex, where are the mics and like where's the studio <laughs> yeah. and like whatever it is. It's I, like, I thought we were gonna be like in a really nice place in LA or uh, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like his recording booth or whatever like whatever all i we're recording and like and we're doing things and like that's awesome it's just to me it's just 
this is really awesome. I suggest if you can, if you really like conversating with people and you want to make it like a hobby, do invest in podcasting. I just like everyone that we've kind of like every person I've like now that I've done it, it's like it's just a great experience. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, don't don't yeah. Anything else, Alex? That, that's pretty much it. You know, thanks for everyone for listening um, in the, today's episode of NBA. I hope you enjoyed this conversation mm-hmm. and uh, you know the knowledge that we were able to give out to you as amateurs that were trying to live our daily lives, not mm-hmm. experts. Because, yeah. you know, but you know, I'm hoping that's relatable. But at the same time, you know, like you you do you. You always do you. And that's what we're kind of saying. Like, you do, you figure out you, and then do you. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so to follow us on Instagram, um, you can follow me. Um, my handle is L3, L-A-C-K, Frost, F-R-O-S-T, underscore Lee, L-E. Uh, and that's on Instagram, Black Frost. Hey, and then if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, I am uh, Papacetti88, and it's P A P A C E. D D Y and then eight eight, right? And I hope the folks um, like you really enjoyed the podcast. We enjoyed you know delivering it and, and conversating. Um, and folks look forward to you know all the stuff that we're trying to put out there for you. And I'm hoping having a great day and really taking stock in your life and, and feeling good about yourself. Like whether you know it or not, right? Like you know people are out there that are happy for you, that are even maybe envious of you. But you know what? You're because you're you're great. Like whoever you are. Uh, All right. Alrighty. Have a wonderful day, you guys. Take care. All right.